Hello to all Great Sensitive Minds and welcome to the second episode of the Great Sensitive Mind podcast. My name is B, and this episode is focused on us, HSPs, being highly sensitive and what does it bring or how to deal with it. But before I start, here are some important notes. First, I recommend to start with my trailer episode zero, where I speak about my podcast in general. And secondly, I am again taking a lot of information mostly from the website hsperson.com and books from Dr. Elaine Aron. And lastly, in my talking, I am often referring to highly sensitive people as HSPs, so don't get confused. There is a lot to talk about, but I will try to point out here at least the most important findings or information. But don't worry, further on, I will devote each episode to a specific topic. This episode is divided into small subsections. The first one is about accepting who you are. The second one about nurturing your mental and physical part. The third, I will talk about uh, importance of environment and the fourth last one is about groups of HSPs. I want to begin with a very important message. Accept who you are, the good and the bad. Everyone is unique and even if we share some similar characteristics, we are all different mixture of different ingredients and that's amazing. Accepting yourself means accepting both your strengths and weaknesses. Yes, high sensitivity may for society mean weakness, but just because someone tells you so doesn't mean you would automatically go with it. Society tends to compare a lot and most highlight the qualities that it sees as strengths but just because people and media show you only one side of the coin they want you to see doesn't mean there isn't the other one. No one is perfect and everyone has its flaws. So embrace yours and honestly I find perfect quite boring. See we need both sides. Weakness and strength. I always say that if we were not able to feel pain we would not appreciate as much the good feelings. In other words, if we don't experience one side, we won't appreciate the other, as we like the comparison and linking. Sensitivity is our trait. It is nor good nor bad. It is both, it is both at the same time. The way how to embrace it is to first accept it as a whole and then find an approach how to deal with it that suits you. Think about it in this way. If you are a tall person, like a little bit more than an average tall, you will have problems like bumping into door frames or beams, have difficulties finding the right size of clothes, or even talk to people when most of them have their eyes on the level of your chest. That goes with short people too, or people with bigger feet, and many others. You were born with your physical qualities, so as you were born with your mental ones, and both matter equally. So like a taller person has to pay attention while entering a room or searching for the right clothes, 
We HSPs must pay attention to our sensitivity and find balance by searching for our needs first. And that's okay. As I said, high sensitivity doesn't bring only the weak part. It gives us mixture of positive, negative and many in-between qualities that we should find, identify and embrace. In fact, we as HSPs can perceive much more and our trade gives us the possibility to change things around us more by paying attention and adjusting to what we need. So why not use it? These are some of the strengths high sensitivity is giving us and what you can do with them. With our sensitivity, we care about people and want to help the ones in need. So why not to do that by helping communities with struggles, listening to people with issues and teaching people how to listen and care about others as you do. We care about our planet, nature and animals. Please take care of them and teach others to do the same. We notice small changes and details that others can overlook. Embrace it and help people when you feel that something is not right. Encourage them if you think that they have a potential that they simply don't see. And mostly teach people around you about emotions, feelings and communication because you may understand them much more than others. At work, we are quick learners. Uh, we are good at noticing mistakes, thriving at tasks demanding being accurate, quick and precise. We can also better concentrate if we are in good environment and many others. See, there are so many positives that our trade gives us, so don't focus only on the less positive and rather examine all of your qualities. Well, the rule number one for me is to always start with yourself first. I recommend to spend some time alone, best with a notebook to write down your findings and thoughts about yourself, your qualities, behaviors, strengths and weaknesses. Be brave, be honest and be truthful to yourself while examining. And don't listen only to the people around you and depend on their opinions. No one knows you like you know yourself and no one can feel what you can feel. You won't believe who you are in others' eyes if you won't believe it in yourself first. For example, if someone makes a compliment about your work or how you look, unless you already feel positive about yourself, you will have a hard time accepting their compliments. The same goes the other way. If someone corrects or criticizes you, you will have problems to deal with it easily. I have actually recently read an amazing book from Dr. Aaron about self-valuing and how HSPs tend to more undervalue themselves and their qualities. I would like to devote one episode to this topic because I think that it's very important. But um, I also think that it's important to mention it here just a little bit now. 
as undervaluing is one of the main reasons why HSPs are having troubles with accepting their high sensitivity because when they don't know how to deal with it, they tend to undervalue themselves, which then, of course, cause a lot of difficulties with their relationships and also with loving themselves. When you begin to pay more attention towards yourself, finding your qualities, both good and bad, and naming them, it will become easier to search for good strategies to help you dealing with some of the obstacles that can come with your trade and later on also dealing with people around you as well. I know myself that it is not always easy and at the beginning you feel afraid and confused and rather try to hide your sensitivity or repress it. But please be strong and embrace it as there is nothing to be worried about. If you really feel unsure about evaluating yourself, ask a person you trust and feel can understand you very well or ask for personal help. I want to make a little bit longer stop while talking about ourselves and mention now the differences between physical and mental part. As I said, each of us is different and your differences are determined by two main parts of our body, the physical and the mental part. The physical part is connected with our mental part, it is a vicious circle. Mental part influences the physical and physical influences the mental at the same time. And especially for high sensitive people who perceive things more, we are prone to feel more both physically and mentally. We will be influenced by temperature or strong smell, the physical, as much as sensing someone's feelings like anger or excitement. Unfortunately, again, the society highlights more the physical well-being than the mental, which is not right. We end up having prescriptions to pills, the physical remedy, to mental issues more than a recommendation of a therapy. How many of you or how many people you know think that having a therapist is a sign of weakness or only mental ill people must be treated by a psychologist or psychiatrist? But going to a doctor in case of a flu every time we have a fever is considered as normal. Don't get scared and start to treat your mental soul equally. Here are some examples with tips how to manage both parts if you are HSP. The first part, senses, uh, aka the physical part. Strong smell, noise, too bright light, changing temperature, etc. First define them and then try to find out how to ease the situation. For example, when my partner cooks, I always ask for opening the windows because no matter what the meal is, the smell from our kitchen goes everywhere. We have a small apartment, therefore I cannot escape it that easily. So look around in the place you spend most time, your home, your office, and seek what is bothering you and what you can adjust or change. Also, don't worry to speak up and explain 
that you will simply feel better or perform better work uh, if at the office if something would be adjusted. People who care about you will understand. I will speak about these situations in my other episodes too. The mental part, the second part. Uh, now, dealing with emotions is for another episode as well. But for a start, I always recommend to communicate. Explain people how you feel or if you wish to spend some time alone because you feel overwhelmed by emotions, do it. Take your time and then come back when you're feeling calmer. Write down things you want to say if you are too nervous. Uh, try to make simple suggestions how to compromise. For example, if you don't like when your partner is shouting at you, even though he's just trying to be passionate and not, uh, not to harm you, simply explain him that this reaction makes you feel not well and if he said it in a calmer way, you w could respond in a better way too. See, that is a win-win situation for both of you. From these examples, you could see the pattern. First, you found the issues that are bothering your sensitivity and then you were able to speak up to change them and find solution. For both mental and physical part, you should find what suits you the most and try to go towards it. If you wish to spend some time in personal spa or going regularly on walks to clear both your physical and mental you, do it. It will help you deal with other situations later on. And if you feel you wish to talk about your feelings with someone, partner or specialists, again, go for it. If you find out that something is not working for you as you thought it would, again, analyze the situation and try to find a different solution. Sometimes it can be a long way to go, but eventually it will make your life much easier. Please remind yourself frequently of it. Nothing will be easy just after clicking your fingers. It's a roller coaster. Ups and downs will come very often. Don't think this happens only to sensitive people. Remember the examples about too short or too tall people? Um, what about the ones that cannot eat certain type of food? Everyone deals with their needs. You are not alone. Teach people how to accept your needs by explaining how you feel and how doing it makes you behave or perform. If they care about you, they will understand. For those who have accepted their high sensitivity, congratulations. And for those who are still on their path, well done so far and don't give up as I believe that you will get there soon. At this point, I would like to continue with some tips where you all can go next. I recommend to learn as much as you can about high sensitivity by books. You can find links in my description or just search for other options online or in the bookshops. Find websites, blogs, videos, podcasts about this topic. Most of them are free and take it as your course. I also recommend to repeat and repeat and repeat. Even if you think that you have learned about a certain part of this topic, it never hurts to come back to it or check another source. 
sometimes even the means can change how we perceive the information. For someone of you, book is better than video or the other way around. So find the best way which suits you to learn and keep information that can help you. Or you can do some tests. Most of you have already done the HSP test that I don't have to talk about here anymore. But maybe to take more tests about your personality can help you too. Um, I have recently done a test from 16personalities.com. I am attaching link to that into the description too. I don't have time to speak about it in more detail now, but if you wish me to make an episode about it, let me know. In general, this analysis divides people into 16 different personalities, which each of them is then described in details in regards to relationship, work, etc. From your findings, you can then try to find the best strategy that can help you work with your particular needs. Many of the books will already contain some kind of help best suited for your characteristics. Even books from Elaine contain some more hands-on exercises, so please try them. Also, don't be scared to find help outside. A therapist or some group or start online here with me. When you understand some parts of yourself better, you then have better chance to also explain yourself to others and what are your struggles with each particular thing. For example, say that you are highly sensitive and because of this, you are often overwhelmed in certain situations. Now to say something about living in today's world as HSP. I have already mentioned many times here that living as HSP is not usually easy as we would like it to be. The history of society has built some expectations, prejudice, unwritten and written rules and embedded habits that are tricky to take away. So to just repeat some, here we are. The automatic categorizing by just being born as female or male. Girls are more shy, fragile, dependent on others, weaker, etc. Boys should be more strong, less emotional, bold, powerful, etc. Which makes sensitivity being more connected with girls and suppressed by boys. Which, of course, is nonsense. Or people say that children are more emotional and when adults we should hide our emotions and be more strong. Again, totally wrong. At work, the sensitivity is connected with less power and respect and seen as weakness, etc, etc. It is tough to be boxed through your life and not being able to be seen as a unique person without any comparisons. After all, our surroundings is one of the main reasons why we have difficulties with our sensitivity. So let's see how we can change it. For start, I recommend to embrace the possibilities around you. What does this world offer? We live in the society that is challenging, but also less repressive than it used to be. There is a higher acknowledgement of gender, sexual, race equality. 
people fight and mostly younger people see world in different lights than their parents and that's great the same goes with technology i bet many of you don't like technology in general and prefer the old style ways of communication as i do but if we use the technology for the good that it offers we can help it to strengthen its positive side find the information it offers you and connect with people that are interested in the same values as you are. You can share or just listen or read about high sensitivity. Most of us have the gift of freedom of choice and that is a huge deal, believe me. We can choose who to marry, we can choose which career to take, we can choose what to eat, where to go, etc. If you think about it, now is much better time for us than it used to be. So choose what you want to do with your high sensitivity. What more? People can connect and accept differences than others. So again, connect with people that share the same things as you like. If we use the opportunities our surrounding is giving us, we will have a better way to approach our sensitivity with understanding and easier coping. And now, very important part, environmental influence. The importance of the environmental influence is huge. Scientists have proven only recently that there are influences on sensitivity in both the biological inherited or DNA part and the part of the environment that we have grown up in and li we live in. What I mean about this is that you have been born with a certain cocktail of predetermined qualities of which one is a sensitivity, but it definitely depends on what have you been experiencing during your life as well. What was your bringing up? Where did you grow up? How was your sensitivity nurtured and understood by others? I have mentioned it last time, but just to repeat. It is proven that humans are not the only ones with high sensitivity trait. Some species in both animals and plants have been found to have this trait too. And they are also influenced by the environment they live in. Later on, I will talk about each part of our lives deeper, but just for now in general, our childhood is the most important time for our brain to develop. Our brain is developing the most in our first four years. Thus, all experience we gain from the upbringing in these years will influence our whole life. But even after we reach fourth birthday, the school experience, creating first friendships, etc. All of what happens to us after is relevant in the future. By interviews, Dr. Aaron found out that HSPs who were brought up by parents or family members understanding their sensitivity had better time in their adolescence and adulthood than the HSPs whose family didn't cope with the high sensitivity well and tried to repress it or ignored it. In this case, HSPs have had struggles when they were older and brought their traumas from childhood with them. Also, if we live in a difficult situations of poverty or culture or racial phobias or difficult political situations, 
it can strongly affect how we deal with our sensitivity. For example, having financial problems lead to focus on the basic needs of people, such as obtaining basic food, clothes, place to live, and suppressing the second line, need, second line needs, such as clean environment, proper nutrition, proper education, or even access to health help, both mental and physical. Which, for HSPs, is a difficult situation, because we perceive all of these problems more. And that brings me back to appreciation. For those who have the environment accessible to help and proper living, take the advantage and find solution for your struggles as your environment might already offer it for you. And now about our differences. As I mentioned in my previous episode, some researchers have already tried to categorize HSPs. I honestly believe that we cannot box everything 100% and that you should take the following information more as a general guide and find yourself a mix of everything. However, on the other hand, I believe that it can also help us understand some of our behavior more. So let's get to it. According to Psych2Go, I'm putting the video into the description, there are six groups of HSPs. The first one is called Psychomotor. They have difficulty with staying still. These HSPs have a lot of energy and try to find as many situations as possible to release this energy. They are usually talking a lot and can get extensively emotional. Uh, the second one is called sensual. These HSPs are, as the name suggests, prone to the senses. All of their senses are very strong. They prefer to have a lot of time alone to get balance from their over overstimulation. The third group is called intellectuals. They are full of questions and desire to solve them. Thus, they are great for problem solving. These HSPs also tend to observe with precise. On the other hand, they can be very competitive, judgmental and critical on both others and themselves. The fourth group is called imaginational. They have a huge gift for creating fantasies like stories and different worlds, etc. However, they don't seem to like coming back to the reality world. They don't like boring things and boring people. The fifth group is emotional. Emotional HSPs have emotions that are overtaking their lives, which can lead to the physical display like sensitive stomach, quicker heartbeat, sweating, etc. They are empathetic and create strong relationships. Their moods also swing a lot and can go to an extreme very easily. The last one is called orchid child, but in other studies it is a term used for all HSPs, which I will talk about in a minute. I believe in general that each of HSP is from a certain percentage each kind of the group I just mentioned. I would categorize myself as emotional the strongest, central intellectual and imaginational somewhere in between, and psychomotor the lowest. 
According to Professor Tom Boyce and Professor Bruce Ellis, there are three types of people. As I mentioned, the orchid children, and then dandelions and tulips. Orchid children, according to them, are all HSPs. They are biologically sensitive to context. The opposite are the dandelions. They are less sensitive. And somewhere in between, in the middle, there are tulips. Both orchid children and dandelions are representing about 30% of the population, while tulips are representing the largest part of population of 40%. Thus, if you find these terms somewhere, you will already know what they represent. And finally, when you start to know more about yourself and understanding, open up to people with more clarity, especially those who are closest to you, your partner, your family or your close friends. Introduce them slowly to this amazing trait in deeper conversations and try to present them with situations that can describe why your behaviors might seem strange or different to them. You will soon learn from these discussions as well and will be more comfortable talking about your trade with people that are not as close, like co-workers, distant family members or random people you encounter. For example, when asking for a job, you can articulate your strengths and weaknesses better after knowing how to address them yourself and not immediately undervalue all of your qualities. As I said, we are all different and unique and we all deserve to be treated with respect and with all the different parts we are made of. Now, this is the end. I mean, there are so many things that I probably forgot to mention. There is just so much to talk about. Um, but I believe that next time we will come across them anyway. And I can't wait already. In the next episode, I want to talk more about the childhood and how much it influenced us as HSPs. I am also happy to announce that my Instagram page is ready and you can start following me. You can find more information in the description. And I'm also finalizing my Patreon account. So in the next two weeks, I am ready to open it too. But for now, you can still reach me on my email address that is in the description. Thank you so much for listening and being with me here and have a lovely day. Bye.